So actually, I had a question. It was, uh, how has COVID been treating you in regards to all of this? Oh, man. My, my day job was like really screwed me. So I work, I was, I work in this house for young adults, super independent folks. Like I'm just there to make sure, you know, if they have any need that they can come to me and I will help them, you know, talk through it or work with them, show them something that they don't know how to do. And like, uh, give them their meds in like the morning. Uh, but then because COVID, they end up shutting down that house temporarily to limit the use of relief staff. Relief staff for, sorry. No, <laughs> no apologize. That's, uh, that's commonplace around here. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I have water. All these other guys have carbonated beverage. Oh, yep. I, I don't, do you want a Do you want a beer? No, I have to work. I'm working an overnight after this. Oh, I was going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How does that start? Uh, 10.30. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Man. Hardest working man in New England. Yeah, I thought. Right right man, right you're hustling, here. hustling. Nah, nah, I know plenty of other harder workers. Overnight and time for a podcast. Yeah. That. Oh, God. And then what, tomorrow I have, I'm helping out on a project with a project for something. And then I have another podcast. I have to say all this same shit on. Oh God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian, just, just give them the hey, edit. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Just, we'll just send the edit over to them. Just that way you can slide it over. Yeah. Send my, but they're more of a, a straight up comic book related thing. They've interviewed like two other members of the production for Spider-Man. So oh, now they cool. want to like talk Hawkeye and, and stuff. So like, of course I'm happy to do so. I, I've gotten so method with it. Like I've bought like, <laughs> There's, I have a couple of different outfits that are straight out of Matt Fraction's run. Nice. That I just, like, wear. Right. <laughs> like the casual, like, day wear that he wears in the book, right? Yeah, and, like, yeah. even uh, even on my Instagram, one of the, the promo shoots that we did, uh, we decided that we were going to go with that look, and we're going to actually use that look in the uh, the show itself. So, like, that's one photo. Oh, nice. With the Band-Aids. Yeah, and that's that something awesome. we're going to kind of play with. So, every, like, every episode, other than the, the first episode you see me, I, I, I'll be kind of, like, cleaned up. But I think, like, every other episode we've been playing with the idea of having me have some sort of, like, scar cuts or bandages or scabs. What, was the purple background intentional there, or is that just coincidental? I think it was coincidental. It, it works. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. I was I was pretty thrilled about that. Oh God, I forgot. I have other projects going on too, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What else you got on the uh, on the plate? Well, I just wrapped up a short film, which was fun. Um, they're uh, they the guys who were shooting it. They worked on. They did a lot of like their own like YouTube shorts, but like really small short things. A little bit of action in them, but they you know. They went to school for like film in high school and whatever, and then so they had posted looking for actors for a short film they were looking to do, and so like I thought, oh okay, because I didn't look them up. I just thought, oh casting, send my stuff, <laughs> yeah. and then they immediately. I didn't even think it got to them before like that quick. They immediately were like, yeah, jumped all over it. Yeah, because I sent them like uh, the stunt reel that I have. My resume and a headshot, and they were like, "Sold, you got the lead." I was like, "Oh, cool!" Um, but it was, it you was, got the lead. Yeah, was, you're like, "That's easy." Yeah, nice. and, and it wasn't bad. Uh, you know, they still have a lot to learn as filmmakers and directors. But um, I had another guy on set with me, uh, Jules Finley, who is an equity actor, uh, super talented guy. We worked together on um, we did, uh, we were on America's Hidden Stories for the Smithsonian Channel together. Okay, they're uh, Vampires in America episode. I think I can talk about that now. I did sign an NDA, but I don't think anybody <laughs> that watches the Smithsonian channel is going to be listening to this and calling them. No, right. probably yeah. not. 
a very no. strongly, no. strongly worded letter against this Tony yeah. Francis individual. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, like, we had worked together on a couple things. So he was playing, like, the main bad guy. I was playing, uh, like, the main protagonist, kind of like an anti-hero thing. And, but that one was really fun, um, despite, like, some of the things that I, I would have done differently. And um, But that was cool. That took, like, two days. It sounds like you're open to working with individuals of all levels of experience. Yeah, I mean... Which is kind of cool. It's like some people won't work with somebody who's like fledgling or just getting started because they don't have the patience to work with somebody who's like maybe more greener or whatever. But it sounds like you've been doing that and that's kind of commendable. Yeah, I mean, well, one thing I'll do too is like if I'm working with a production like like those guys that are so new and so green and they want me, I'll, I'll be like, hey, like, are you guys cool like on set? I was like, you cool if like I help you with what I know like I don't have all the answers but like and there's stuff that you guys know that I don't know but like and so as long as they're willing to allow me that because if I'm going to work on something with people like that if I like the project or like the script or whatever and I could think I could do something cool with it as long as they let me have some sort of stuff so they were really cool they let me and Jules like you know, we helped get the other actors notes because some of them were, you know, some of the other actors were pretty green. So um, between me and Jules, we were able to kind of offer a lot of help and insight because there's a lot of stuff that they didn't know. But I, I'm hoping that it comes out good because it was fun and some cool moments. Uh, that wrapped uh, on tap. I did, uh, I was in, in the pilot episode, which was fun. I can't wait for that one. That's going to be fucking funny. So that one sounds it like sounds it, good. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's set in like a medieval time frame, right? Yep. So were they? Do they do like a lot of prosthetics? Is it like so? A- so these guys, we have uh, Josh Manning and Damien. I let me look up how to pronounce his name because Chinapi, okay. Damien Chinapi. So this is like on tap is like their brainchild. I guess they had like been talking about it for years, and. They ended up like building this amazing fucking like set. They built the bar in this uh like warehouse place. They um uh like art of the event or whatever. They built the set in this building and it is it's gorgeous. Wow. So they like they wrote it, they built this and uh yeah, I mean it's gonna be incredible. So it's like sitcom format, but it's set in the medieval time kind yeah, of Yeah, kinda, right? yeah. Like definitely uh always sunny feel, like a little raunchy, good comedy and um some a little bit of action y fight stuff. Oh cool. But always in the bar, always in the tavern or I don't know. Uh I I think they have plans going forward to do bigger things. Sure. But right now, like episode one, the pilot episode takes place, I believe, entirely in the bar. I, I worked on the worked on it for like a week, but I think they did like two full weeks of production or a week and a half. Sure. So there's a lot of stuff that I don't know that happened. Yeah. Um. So that wrapped up, and they're I guess they're getting close to um dropping the pilot. Oh, cool. Then we got Spider Man, uh, the short film that I did. That was uh, it's called I think it's called Retribution. Um, then, uh, looking at a couple of other things, was it, uh, yeah, I got a buddy of mine who is developing a pilot for, uh, a web series, or not a web series. I forgot what he's, he's looking to do with it, but that, it's going to be super raunchy. He, (laughs) 
he'd hit me up. He's like, Hey, can you read this? Uh, can you like do a table read too? Like we're, we're looking to do this and boy, I, I hadn't had a chance to read the script. He sent it to me last week. I was like, yeah, I'll get around to it. <laughs> and like, I was in the shower today. Like, all right, I guess I'll read it. Right. And my God, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was fucking, it was great. So yeah, just little things here and there, waiting for some other things to kind of pick up, submitting to casting calls anytime I can. But right now it's Spider-Man's kind of the big focus. Um, Oh my god! Oh, this movie! I'm filming a movie. Like I've I've got my second to last scene. We're filming this Saturday. Sorry, I'm so scatterbrained. <laughs> no worries. No <laughs> yeah, worries. you got a lot on your plate. Yeah. So there's this movie, like this whole ass movie, like full length feature film that I skipped my brain a second ago. <laughs> well, what's the, what can you say about that one? Uh, it's called Illuminate. Um, it's based off of a series of books. Uh, the writer and director, he wrote this series of books that titles titles I'm going to look up because I don't remember them. Now, when you're filming, is it all local to New England area? Uh, yeah, right now that's all I've kind of done is New England stuff. Um, I think the farthest I've ventured out is I've filmed in New York. I've done a, I did a photo shoot in New York and then helped out this web series with some fight choreography and then i did a commercial out there which was kind of cool it was for um this eye company like i i drops oh, okay uh yeah it was all yeah. right it was fun i mean it sucked because i got a parking ticket and that's half my rate that's yeah because yeah. i was it only there right for there. three hours so half of what i made parking ticket in new york yeah that's yeah, there's your paycheck all right so i found it the string of books are branded caged and strayed by ct daniel Okay. Um, unfortunately, like my character's arc got whittled down a lot because they're taking the three books and condensed it into one script, which is already like a super, I think it was like a 150 page script for the film. That's pretty beefy for yeah. like an indie. Like, yeah. It, it's, yeah. So they've produced it, um, theatrically. So they've done theater productions of the story. Um, and they finally adapted it to film. It's their first time making a film, which <laughs> weird for their first time making a film every time I've been on set like it's gone way smoother than any set I've ever been on like to the point where you're like a little concerned by the quality or just like you're surprised at how well they're operating I'm I'm, I'm surprised at how smooth it's going I'm still concerned of the quality because it is their first one mm-hmm. um like I would like you know I've had a couple of days on set where it's like man I really would have liked to have you know, done this a few more times or like, I know typically it's like, if you're not getting a note, no notes, a good note, but it's like, bro, can you fucking like, are, is this, you need some type of yeah. like information. Yeah. Like feedback, I need to, right? yeah. Yeah. Like it I definitely need, I, sounds like they're not getting everything they could get out of you. Like things are going well in other areas that maybe they aren't focusing on the material that's right in front of them. Yeah. Which I mean, part of it is like, my role has been so watered down compared to the books, but like it's a super heavy movie, which is funny because the the director who's producing it, they're like Christians, like they're heavy like religious people, and like it's such dark source material. It's like <laughs> sex trafficking and human oh, trafficking, wow. like young girls, young people, like teenage, like older teenage, like I think well sixteen and up. 
What's the rating they're going for? Is it like R? It's, it, it like I mean, it's going to have to be R. Like, and there's no way it can't be R. So it's like, that graphic. So it wouldn't be like they're marketing to like a religious like media release or anything, right? No, it's kind of... It's it's they want to like shed light on that type of world because it's like it's a real thing that it happens. It's a real thing. So they're kind of they're pulling some punches, but they are like being kind of like like you see, um, like sexual acts, but of course like not like totally lewd and like a, like oh god look that's a dick, but right. like <laughs> you know you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. No, I've had moments at conventions where uh, so when I was sitting with my first uh, publisher where, you know, people would come up and they'd pitch a project, you know, a project or whatever. Oh, hey, check out my portfolio or, hey, check out the book I'm working on. And, uh, you know, the editor-in-chief's busy. So, like, you know, you kind of talk to them in, the, yeah. in between. You're like, oh, check it out. You're flipping through. It's like, oh, war, war epic. It seems like Game of Thrones. And, oh, everything's great. It's like, whoa, that person's getting fucked in the ass. Like, <laughs> it's just such a, like, a like a big, like, drastic, like, pay, like, like whiplash, like, moment. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and, like, I hate that. Like, if I'm watching a movie... Like you get that in like in the old like um like kickboxer style movies where like there's always this like gratuitous like hot and heavy like ten minute fuck scene. You're like, why? With saxophone and yeah, <laughs> yeah like I don't fucking want to watch yeah. this. So like so many movies that I watch, like I end up skipping through the sex scenes. I was like, been there, done that. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> like, this isn't the time nor the place. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see the story unfold. Right. It's not like there's this big long expose while they're banging that I need to hear. So it, it was just that. So I'm going to go on a tangent. We need a sound drop for tangents. I recall when they were. Very, oh God! <laughs> wow. When they released the first Daredevil movie back in 2003, right? I know a lot of people cringe at that. Mm. Uh, the original script called for that on the rooftop scene when he meets Electra in the rain, and then in the theatrical release, they go and they bang. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Was he going to walk little animal crackers across your stomach? Yeah, exactly. No, the original <laughs> cut of the movie... He was supposed. To, he heard somebody, and that's in the movie. He hear he hears a crime going on, and he's like, "I gotta go, I gotta peace out because I'm motherfucking daredevil, right?" But like he finished first, right? Like that was his out. Like, oh, I'm done. Oh, you want to watch? You want to watch? You want sex cuddle? in the city? Nah, I got. You hear that? No, you don't, because you ain't blind. But I hear it. I gotta go. The studio demanded in their note that they keep the sex scene, and he avoids the crime because it was released on Valentine's Day. And they needed an obligatory sex scene in the movie. <laughs> all That's all right, the right. thought process of Hollywood. Would, I hate that, would that guy. Have saved it. I. I don't know. Yeah. So, so fu- I actually have a soft spot for that movie, but that's just that's a whole other thing. So fun fact, fun thing about Daredevil. So we were joking with like uh, going forward because like we had the Indiegogo campaign and we and like they were talking about like a second season and like just goofing around with ideas. I was like. Can we just like if we raise X amount and like do a short with like me and Daredevil just based around like and this was one of the moments I came up with that was like my only basis for wanting to do a short with the Daredevil is that Hawkeye constantly tries to fucking shoot him and he <laughs> and it just is because I don't believe that he's blind. Right, right. So I shoot him and he's like, you know, catches him or I can't and I'm like, Are you sure you're fucking blind? Because I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I never think, miss. 
I don't. Th- I think you're full of it, just because it would be stupid. I love it. Well, that's totally Hawkeye. Like even in uh, Age of Ultron, when uh, they're all hanging out at the party, and like you know, they're like, "Oh, Dharma left in Milner, Milner." He's like, "It's a trick." Like you know what I mean? That's just like default. Like no, that's not you know that's that's like fake or whatever you know. Well, that's the fun thing. So we uh, we brought a producer on um, named Eddie, who's a, a he's a big Hawkeye fan, just like me. So like I'm always coming up with these ideas. I was like, let's can we do can we do this? Can we try this? Like I had I had another idea, which I um like what if Hawkeye ends up being like the gym teacher. <laughs> And, and like no like our substitute gym teacher and like knows Peter is Spider Man and I had this like brilliant idea for like a dodgeball scene where it's like <laughs> Hawkeye's on one team, Spider Man's on the other, right? And we just you know, he ends up getting my guys out and then because I never miss, right? He thinks I'm throwing the balls at him, so he's dodging them, but I'm actually aiming for his classmates to where he ends up being the only one and then I end up getting him. Oh, I like that. That's good. <laughs> I like that. That, that yeah. would be a cool twist. So I was uh, and even in like the shower today, I was like, oh, what about like archery tag instead of instead of that? Like, can we Kate Bishop? Like, can we get her? Can we? I was like, I'm I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. The gears are turning, right? Yeah, like you, you do your best thinking when you're naked, and <laughs> or at least I do mine. I do my best thinking in the shower or on the toilet. Visualize that, Chris. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, OnlyFans page coming in several weeks because I'm broke. <laughs> it's just this going to be me on the toilet in the shower thinking about things. <laughs> <laughs> just pondering like a thinker. Yeah. Just pondering things. <laughs> Is that bent over in the knee? Yeah, well, on the one knee. <laughs> squatty yeah. potty. Yeah. <laughs> squatty potty. I love it. Uh, so yeah, product placement there. That's the tier. Uh, so like, so we have the Indiegogo. Yeah, that's the Indiegogo tier. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, so what's where can people find the Indiegogo? Well, Indiegogo.com. But what's the name of it? You have, to, like, <laughs> you have to do a little bit better of a pitch for that then, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, hold on. Give him time. <laughs> give him time. Give him time. I, 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 so we'll just give him the full URL, huh? <laughs> well, if they were to go to Indiegogo, what do they have to search for? If you go to Indiegogo and you search Spider-Man and the Monsters of Manhattan, you will come up across ours. Uh, our goal is, it's a flex goal of 7,000. Um, we have some stretch goals of things that we can, you know, hopefully be able to do and pull off that, like, would fans of Spider-Man will, like, really love. And sp- fans of, like, that universe. Because, um, like looking at building like a little like a small screen MCU like it's just a different timeline different situations different characters and like kind of like a fan based MCU kind of thing yeah kind of it, it's it's super it's really cool like I'm super excited for it like, yeah I'll had, push it we've yeah. had some super talented the people come on board already like these ex, like super talented actors that have come like they like the idea of the project Sort of like, yeah, fly me out. I'll do it. Like they, that guys that men and women that deserve like big day rates, right? Like me, <laughs> <laughs> but are doing it for the love of the project and the love of the art, and you know, probably out of boredom because COVID. Like, I'm, yeah, COVID, <laughs> like fucked everybody big time for real. Oh, legit. I mean, 
God, during the height of like the quarantine stuff because of the day job, like I'm working, they had me bouncing between like two or three different houses going like, oh, we'll have you an overnight here. And then, oh, day shift the next day and then overnight and then day. And like I was bouncing between overnights and first shift, like multiple times a week, just going crazy. Yeah, man. That could burn you out, man. Oh, it and it did. <laughs> that sucks. It, that could totally burn you out. Now, um, is there any CGI for the project? Yes. No. Like the amount of uh, the like the production value in this project is absurd. We have CGI. Like I'm sure I'll, I'll be. You'll be seeing Hawkeye shoot arrows. So we're gonna be able to like make that happen through you know like camera angles and certain tricks. But like we're gonna you're gonna see like. Um, like CGI, um, um, like some really cool stuff. Like character CGI or just like moments that are CGI? Both. I guess I can mention this. Like mocap? Any mocap going on or? No mocap, but I'll show y'all if you look at the Indiegogo campaign under story or pictures. Let's see. Is there anything posted? I thought there was. Um... But if you were to look at the the campaign, there's uh, like some practical effects too, like some really like like when you see one of the one of the main antagonists in this, and you see that like what it looks like. No, it's it's practical. Like oh, cool. Like a costumer like made that. That's cool. And I'm trying to see if it's shown here because a lot of it, a lot of there, there's a lot of practical effects like. Um, we got like a wire, like stunt wires um, for like pull gags. So like we were able to like launch people into the air. Oh, cool! And have them do flips through like like mini tramps and uh, wire works, um, swings, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of it is going to be practical, but there is like CGI too, and it'll be like well done CGI for what it is like being this indie non-union project. That's just like. You know, they're super passionate. Uh, Brendan Mello, the guy, you know, who, um, the director and the writer who's playing Spider-Man, like, he's been <laughs> putting this thing together for years. Yeah. And he's such a young kid, too. Like, I don't even think he's 21. Fucking A. And he's just, like, super uh, just ambitious. and and So passionate about the project that he's just, like, hell or high water, he's going to do it. Yeah. That's so they cool. do mention it. Um in the, the campaign pitch. Let's see. Ooh, Iron Man. A big train fight between Spider-Man and Scorpion. Well, you know what? Let me just... Cool. I'd love to see a costume Scorpion. That would be awesome. Let's see. I'm trying to find an, uh, some other clips from this. So that I could just... Right. Well, I... Yeah, so $7,000 is just to be able to finish the project. We'll be able to put out all the footage that we've been showing you guys so far in this campaign... And uh, just put that into a main series. But starting at ten thousand dollars is they when say, we really get to start with the new stuff. So at ten thousand, right? Exactly. I like that. A big train fight between Spider-Man and Scorpion. That's going to be reminiscent of the big train fight between Spider-Man and Doc Ock and Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two, which we really, really want to do. Very um, cool. And then at fifteen thousand, we can start adding cameos from other characters like Iron Man, like Doc Ock, and basically just expand the series a little bit and uh, explore some storylines that we just wouldn't otherwise have time to. If you guys donate, we'll obviously have some really cool. That's like very that. cool. Yeah, and, like, Scorpion, like, I've seen this. It's practical. Like, it's a full, like, puppeteered tail. Like, it's it's super 
unsettling to look at. Like That's I can't awesome. wait to see God it. Damn. It's just because we also haven't gotten a really great representation of Scorpion in a live-action movie yet. Yeah. I mean, the closest we got was the Into the Spider-Verse version, which was a very unique and different take on it, but I'd love to see a very classic, you know, more classic version of Scorpion as a character. Yeah, and there's some other, like, um, um, like characters in this that are so much, like, written better than they were in, like, other projects where they have a little bit more depth, like... Uh, was it uh like Electro and uh, the one Spider Man movie with oh, it's uh, terrible yeah Jimmy like Fox? it looked fucking stupid as hell and like I mean I'm not gonna fault Jamie like you're working with the material guy same with um Henry Cavill as Superman he makes a dope fucking Superman yes but the writing sucks it's terrible it's so flat same with Ben Affleck he could have like really have been amazing. As Batman, not right. Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> but <laughs> Put that Daredevil thought in everybody's head earlier. It's creeping in. But there's so many, Brie Larson, there's so many actors that like you just do the best you can with the material that you're given. How do you feel about the uh, Zack Snyder cut? Do you think they have a second chance in t- uh, doing Right by Justice League? I mean, hopefully. I'm still going to gobble it up, even if it's terrible. Like, I've watched, <laughs> I've watched that... In theaters, like four times, I was like, "Justice League, yeah, fuck did you, yeah." Did you like it? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. packed in a little quarter here. Nah, nah, I didn't. I didn't. There, there were some things that were really cool, and I saw what they wanted to do with it, mm-hmm. but it was just too, too much, too quick. You saw the better movie in the bones of it. Yeah. yeah, and how yeah. they it could have been broken up into like two different movies, right? And then what they did with fucking uh, what was it the uh, the guy the monster the big guy the nerd, um, oh Doomsday, yeah that guy like that was ugh. yeah, and like I really did not like what they did with Lex. He came off like I was like, are they sure this is Lex and not like the Joker or the Redler? Right? Yeah, he didn't really play the. Lex Luthor from the comics type at all. It was more just like a weird, like, Silicon Valley tech head that is, like, stumbling across alien shit. Yeah, he, he, not at at one point did you see that intelligence and, like, and, like, because Lex Luthor, he's, like, has this menacing intelligence. Like, you're like, oh, shit, like, all right. He's already beat you. He's just waiting to see you to catch up, basically. Yeah, like, you've lost. You just don't know it yet. You'll get there. Right. And, and, but this guy, yeah, like, I don't know. And I... <sighs> there's frustration there. No, I get yeah, that. Well, I totally get that. Because there's one thing where, like, an actor will do the best they can with the material that they're given. Mm-hmm. But there's also certain choices that they make that they make. Right. And, like, I don't know how much of what Jamie, Jamie Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse, Jesse yeah, Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know... What were was choices that he made as an actor, like putting in the work and what they wanted? So, because it was just so, oh, it was so odd. Yeah, it was a little goofy. But yeah, there was so much that they just rushed through. Like you don't build like the fucking cyborg. Like oh, oh, I, I, I have to care about this guy now. He felt oh. like an afterthought in Justice League. When yeah, I, he was supposed to have a lot more substance to him. Yeah, same, uh, fucking the Flash too. Like yeah. that was also like a. Oh. Oh, you're here. 
Yeah, cool. Fast guy, robot dude. <laughs> like, check, check. Okay. And even Aquaman, because he hadn't had his standalone movie yet, I think. Right. And so I was like, oh, so I have to care about these characters that I don't care about. I didn't give a fuck about Batman, because what? I saw Batman versus Superman. Like, that was, like, we should have got, like, a Batman standalone film. And it wasn't even, like, the way that Batman was presented in Batman versus Superman wasn't our traditional or typically preferred method of Batman, especially coming off of the Nolan trilogy, which was so critically applauded. It's like it's really hard to accept a new Batman that's getting phoned in to a certain extent by not the actor, but everybody else involved. And he was and the actor. And he was so incredibly different from Batman v Superman. Batman. Like, okay, so he's like, you didn't show any of the character development. I would have loved to have seen some of that, like that turmoil of like, so like he never killed anybody. Like that was his code. I don't know if that was originally this Batman's code, but then like through all the years of just, just trauma and awful things, he like gave up the mantle and then picked it back up and was just like ruthless and just no fucks given and just, killing these people and just taking property damage and be like, ah, fuck it. So it's like, it's like they wanted to give us the Dark Knight Returns, which was Frank Miller's Dark Knight, his Batman. But they also wanted to take that Batman and shoehorn him into the context of Justice League. And that just doesn't work. You don't put Dark Knight Returns Batman into Justice League because Dark Knight Returns Batman fucking hates Superman. What? Hates Kal-El, hates Clark Kent. You give us the fucking armor, I'm expecting Dark Knight Returns Batman. So what I would have liked to have seen, so Batman versus Superman, what they should have done is shown something of what made Batman and just into the hateful, ruthless, just not, not giving a fuck guy that he is, and then have him, you know, the Batman versus Superman stuff go down. And the Martha stuff. And maybe, like, we could have had <laughs> Superman. <laughs> the Martha stuff. It's so laughable, though. It really is. No, because like, we could have had. That's how kids settle fights in playgrounds. Oh, your name's Martha, too? Cool. Like, yeah. Are you shitting me? So what they could have done was, so essentially Batman lost his humanity or his sense of humanity and just became this monster, right? The right. monster that he has been combating his entire early career as Batman. Right. And then you have Superman who's not of this earth, but understands. And, like, there was so much, like, he didn't want to kill um, Zod. You saw, like, the anguish when he did it. Right. And that in, you see some of, like, the regret that Superman has had through some of those other things. And so it would have been cool if, if in Batman versus Superman, having Batman, like, refine his hope in humanity through Superman not being a human but being almost more than any other human. Right. And then in Dawn of Justice, showing that like that turmoil Batman has, like that regret, like, oh my God, I did these awful things um, because I lost my way and I became everything that I was against. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. He just didn't do any... Like, he was just a completely different Batman, but we didn't see any of the development. It's none of like the, oh man, I, I did bad things. But just like completely like... Even humor, like he had humor, like where the fuck did that come from? Right. When just the previous movie, he punched a motherfucker's head through a wall yeah, and you know? killed him and then like shot some people 
Yeah, and, and like Batman behave. with a gun is very unsettling too. It's just like That's he weird. had that weird shotgun thing. And it was just like it didn't feel right to see Batman. Yeah, I know it didn't shoot bullets or whatever, but it just felt yeah, very but it killed weird. him. It all yeah. killed that motherfucker. So it's like <laughs> Dawn of Justice. They tried too hard to do three stories in one. They wanted to do the Batman versus Superman storyline of the Dark Knight Returns, which in context does that belongs on its own. You can't mix that with any other shit. They also wanted to introduce the Justice League, which, you know, like, there's that. And then they also wanted to make a sequel to uh, um, Man of Steel. So having these three threads that they're all trying to... And the death of Superman. Oh, God, right. So, like, they're, they're trying to marry all these threads together, and it's just like they're doing... They're not even half-assing. They're, like, quarter-assing each story and then just fucking stitching it together it's really really rough making a scarecrow out of it they really are like patchwork design yep it's not good no it's not now donnie do you gotta and rant let's get out of here and rant. <laughs> no no not quite i'm just you know if i don't if i don't check my notifications they're gonna continue to explode Oh, and yeah. then I'll be upset because then I'll have too many, <laughs> <laughs> too many notifications. I know that. I know that feeling. Yeah. Well, I was kind of active today. I posted some stuff and responding to people. So I'm just looking and you know, look at the time. How how hard do you hit social media now? Like when you, with your upkeep, do you do it every day? Do you- I've slowed down a lot because when I was doing the a lot of the physique and like underwear stuff and like I was like, oh, I had a lot of like content. So I was like, oh, two posts a day. Two posts a day for a while and like was really hustling. And now I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'll post cool stuff. Like I'll post stuff that I I like and want to post like um, stuff that I'm working on to like kind of promote projects that I'm on and and some other things. But I don't, I got bored with it. It sucked. It was very superficial. You get a lot of creepy weirdos and, uh, like, especially now I'm not doing the cosplay thing. Because that, too, like, when I was doing that, it was like, oh, well, I got all these cosplay photos. I'll post them. I'll tag these things. And, like, again, I, I hate the cosplay community. I do not like it at all. I am so, like, <laughs> you fucking come at me, too. Like, like I don't said, care. There's a certain level of toxicity there. Like, just, like, weirdness and, like, just some individuals who are just, like, on the spectrum that don't know how to behave, basically. Oh, yeah. There's oh yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I still have friends within that community, and like I see some of that stuff because you got like there's some so there's one dude, I'm like I think it's a Clint Kruger, some like Freddy Krueger cosplayer. Yeah, who like very clearly is uh, he he uses the fact that he's on the spectrum as an excuse for his uh, like I'll really inappropriate outlandish behavior and like i i work in the mental health field like i see that shit like and and like i've worked with so many different people on various different like degrees and and like it's just it's not like he's actively i I know he knows he's using it as an excuse to get like to try and get away with this behavior and it's fucking terrible sure (laughs) um but yeah, there's a lot of that, and just like these people that think that they're gonna get like famous because of cosplay, so they get like this elitist like bullshit attitude, and it's like come back to reality, right? Yeah, yeah. like you, 
you, you like you think these people like I don't know. You see a lot of it. Ugh, God, it's so bad. No, no, I know, I know. You don't want to. You don't want to. You want to go down that spiral of ne- negativity. Yeah, like I'm not like, afraid of people coming at me. Like right. I, I may be out of the fight game, but I will fuck you up. I don't care. <laughs> but I also don't want to go spiraling down that rabbit hole because you know. Well, I, I, I ain't got time for that. I don't think you're going to have any cosplayers coming at you physically anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's, yeah, and that's, there's not many of them. Like, I know, I know a couple guys that, like, I wouldn't fuck with that are in the community, too, because, like, I know, I know they know their shit. Right. Um, but there's, there's so many of them that, like, like, I had one guy, uh, he, I guess he, he's a Green Arrow cosplayer. And he got, it was one con that I was at, and he was like, oh, where's this guy fucking come off, like, coming out of nowhere into the, like, into cosplay and, like, doing all this stuff? Because I was getting, like, I was getting invited to cons, and, right. and I was doing all this other stuff involving cons, and he's a Green Arrow cosplayer. He's all butthurt about it. It's like, bro, I'm, like, I'm just doing me. Like, right. if, if you aren't getting these opportunities, it's not because of me. Bro, it's because you suck. Because <laughs> that's the thing. So many of these cosplayers will go to these cons and just get fucking shit faced. Like, right? Like you, I've seen it. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, like we've, we've definitely seen it. Oh man, there was something I wanted to throw through a window. Yeah, and it's like it's obnoxious behavior. Like, I get it, you want to have a good time, but like, that's not the time and place to be getting shit faced. Wait until after the con, after hours. Like, I just too many mistakes could be made. Right. Like you get too many drinks in you, and you're walking around this con, surrounded by all these people. Like that's not a, like you're it's very not, irresponsible. It's not a good look, and you're not going to get that invite to the children's hospital that way either. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it yeah, it's just it's it's gross behavior, and can lead to some really bad stuff, and like really blemish the cosplay community, which is already garbage. Right, they need all the help they can get. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, that's the tough thing about it is that you have like the select few that like do the charity work. And like do the due diligence, like matches you said, matches yeah. alone, wonderful individual. But there's a bad apple always yep. in every bushel, you know? Yeah, like yeah, definitely not every cosplayer is bad. Like I don't want to go down that road yeah. either. I'm not gonna like take this whole group of people and blanket them under this like being bad, which nobody should do to any whole group of people. Right. <laughs> well, Within right, unless you're a hate monger, and then yeah. that's a different story. Or if you're like racist, the then please go drink some bleach and disappear. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't about that life. You racist, you prejudice, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Um, but no, nah, there are some like cool cosplay people that are genuine and and caring people that are just you know having fun and living their best life and dressing up as their favorite character and and doing things with it that are you know. Nice. They're doing something yeah. with their platform, but then there are just so many of them that are just salty fucks. Oh, yeah. Ego-driven and... Yeah, and even some, rough. like, the photographers, too, that think their their shit don't stink because, like, they photograph some, like, scantily clad cosplayer that got a bunch of likes, so they're like, yeah, you I know. I worked with her. I did that. Yeah. Or, or I, got, I got published in some, like, internet magazine. I'm published. <laughs> oh good for you yeah. <laughs> but like and that's cool because like i did that i've been published in some online magazines doing cosplay and like i thought it was really fucking cool but i didn't let that go to my head no. like i think you took the right approach i mean you like parlayed a lot of your time into other things and you expanded yourself and you know what i mean like i think like you really did it the right way you know not that there is a right way but like if you were yeah. to say there was a right way you kind of, you know, this is a good, you know, path. I gave you two and a half and a red flag. Oh. Oh.
right there. Oh. You said it all right there, my hold, friend. Hold up. Hold up. That? That's fucking funny. So, uh, <laughs> no, uh, Damien Schnappi, the, one of the, like, spearheads of that on tap show, when we were on set, because of course, like, being on set, that's a long fucking day. It is. It's and sometimes like- it's a lot of doing nothing. So when we're sitting there just waiting for them to start rolling, he'd be like, can I get two, you know, fucking claps and a Ric Flair? And then, <laughs> so all of us, cast and crew, just, woo! <laughs> and it, it was funny for the first, Five days, I, <laughs> but then on my seventh day on set, I was like, "Man, I'm Rick Flared out, bro." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the other guys that Will Ferrell movie when. Uh, oh, I sits, love that. I love movie. that's that's my favorite Will Ferrell movie. He sits down at the uh, office. He's like, 9 a.m. Everybody, let's have a good day." And they're like, "Shut the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> dude." That movie. Oh, I love it. I reference it all the time. Oh yeah, you got. You know, you're a peacock. Sometimes you gotta fly. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was on set for the the short film, like I had a you know prop gun, and like one of the times I had had to shoot somebody and kill him, I was like, yeah, Gator Gay, ain't never been about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know the desk pop. Yeah, you gotta do a desk pop. You know, I, I was doing. I did that too. Like I'm I'm on my so I'm on uh, one of the scenes. I'm like at a kitchen table. I got my feet up. And I'm like bang. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Dust uh, pop <laughs> Kitchen pop What's up You guys ready to roll I'm waiting on you I know my line <laughs> Now we're even That's yeah. it I've, I've definitely feel like That's one of his underrated films Other guys yeah. Everybody goes to Anchorman And Talladega Nights Now the no, other guys I go Oh my guys. There's no way There's not soft tissue damage I need an MRI <laughs> <laughs> Like How do they What is it How do they walk away From explosions like that That's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> As he's just on the ground Withering in pain And uh So And Michael Keaton Making TLC references Oh yeah Guys that's, that's I love the TLC. Like, and don't yeah. go chasing waterfall, guys. Yeah. Again with the TLC. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So now you so you do a little stunt work too, you've been saying, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the hairiest thing you've done? Uh one where you're like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Have you done You know, I haven't like that? had that moment yet. Okay. Yeah. So the stunt communities, you know, you really gotta pay your dues and, and earn your stripes and like you know, it's it's a lot of safety stuff, and there's a lot of guys chomping at the bit. So you have to really be squared away and, and uh, you know, be reliable. And so, like, I haven't really gotten the opportunity to do anything of that nature. Now, I've done some stuff, you know. I um, What's you know, the heaviest thing you say that you've done? I think right now is, uh, like, I was chained to a, a stool, and uh, I get pushed <laughs> over. <laughs> and, and, like... I uh, was going somewhere else with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> nah. Uh chained to a chair and you know pushed over and I was supposed to do a short film out in New York uh, where I was supposed to kind of like get hit by a car but not full hit just like bumped um hit with like the rearview mirror but that got postponed and I know there's uh, another one that's you know I'm waiting to do where I take like a 20 foot fall, but I'll be landing on like mats and stuff. So it's not like bad. We've 20 foot fall is scary though. That's yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Nah, because we. <laughs> that's scary. That's scary shit. I don't care. Like 20 foot fall, that's some scary yeah, shit. Yeah, but man. I've been, tr- I've worked on it a few times. So it's like I'm more comfortable with it because I mm-hmm. used to not like heights. Right. But now I'm like, eh, whatever. Let me work my way up to it. But yep. I think that one will be, once I do it, will be the. 
kind of the diciest one. I'm still so new to that community. I'm still earning my stripes, still training and, and, you know, just doing what I can to help out my fellow performers when they need me to just to earn, earn, earn my way in. Right on. Man wears many hats. <laughs> Or masks. That's true. Ah, Renaissance ah. man. Hey, I got, oh, oh, callback. Superhero callback. Renaissance fair callback. Man, you guys are like good at this. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Clearly, we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> about time. <Yeah. laughs> it's about time y'all brought the funny shit. <laughs> God I damn. Guess, I guess y'all just needed someone in here to show you the ropes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Donnie Francis, everybody. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. I say this. I, I say this all the time. I don't get thanked enough. There you go. So there it is. There give it is. This man an award. Do we, have, <laughs> do we have a gold statue, or at least you know, I don't know something? I'll, I'll, can... I'll fucking take a sticker. I don't care. <laughs> I got the stickers in the car. Yes, gold sticker, A plus. Uh, it's a battle wound sticker, but oh, it's a sticker. Hey, sticker. I fucking like stickers. I got a sticker on my car already uh, from the gym that I train at. So right on. There it is. There it is. So from the other fellow actor in the room, do you have any? Oh, you're an actor. <laughs> yeah. He suddenly me up get community theater. Hey, hey acting yeah. is acting, son. Acting. You were talking about like you were talking earlier about extras and how hoity-toity like putting an extra credit is on your uh, resume. We see that in community theater on their resumes. And we're like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, did you work with somebody? <laughs> did you actually have a conversation? And then like. Like, you'd be sitting in the green room with other actors, and you have the one guy who's like, well, I was up at 4 a.m., and I was in the uh, Ghostbusters female version. Oh, who were you? I was the guy all the way in the back in the city scene. Oh, so we don't see you. Yeah, if no. you pause it just right, <laughs> yeah. you'll see my elbow. I'm like, <laughs> meanwhile, you you log into Paul Blart, which took place right over here at the Burlington Mall. I'm like, yep, there's my theater friend. There's my theater friend. There's my theater friend. Like, you turn that on, you see at least 50 of them. Right. Yeah, and like, like, it's not special. I was an extra in one film with Maureen McCormick, who was the original Marsha Brady. And I'm like, that was just so I cool. I got to work with Marsha Brady, but I'm not putting it on my yeah, resume like, right now. And all shade aside, like, I get it. You're excited, especially if, like, you're new. You're excited. You're being on set, like... You're, you know, you're in this, you know, you're in this scene where there's this actor doing his thing. Like, I get it. I got excited too, yeah. but it's like, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta see it for what, for yeah. what it is. Like, I, I mostly like to direct theater shows. I love, love that because I love just oh, I'm good. I'm good. seeing it from start to finish, you know, yeah. set design and all that. Um, but yeah, if I'm auditioning and I see somebody has extra, I'm like, but we want to know what your experience was like with other people interacting with other people and speaking with other people. And then you get them to open their mouth with the script in their hand. And you're like, well, now I know why you're an extra. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like putting that you were an extra doesn't show like, like great. You you were an extra, but were you cast? Put that on your resume. If you're auditioning to be an extra, but which you don't do, you don't (laughs) like, they're like, we need warm bodies that can stand on their own. Who do you got? This guy. Perfect. (laughs) Fantastic. Can he do that? Can he stand? That's can you, what we're looking for. Can you for. breathe and walk? Yeah, because you don't necessarily have to stand. You can sit. Like, they, they take all people. <laughs> yep. They do. And they want all people. They want. They don't want to make it look like the Aryan Nation with a bunch of hot blonde guys. They want variety. And Boston's got it. But don't fucking go around saying, <laughs> yeah. I was Not- an extra in this. Well, that's a- if you're proud of that, Perfect, but don't 
wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah, like strive to do more. Mm. Don't just like have that be your shining achievement. Strive for more. Like take take an acting class. Like really put yourself out there. Just yeah, I don't know because I've seen it. I saw some guy like he got lucky and got like literally just kind of got a role like a principal role on a feature film immediately joined the union and then did has done nothing but extra work and puts it on his resume. And like, I feel bad cause he posted it online. He's like, Oh, my resume, like I'm looking for things. And it's like, he got so much like shit thrown at him for it. Yeah. Which like, I would never, I wouldn't never, like I would reach out to somebody like that privately and be like, Hey, like maybe you change that up a little bit. But I, like, I wouldn't want to slander him publicly because that's rude. Like, that's, yeah. somebody, that's the end of the day, it's someone's work. Like, as much shade as I've thrown at it because it is kind of cringy. End of the day, someone's work. They're proud of it. But, you know, it is a little, definitely a little cringy when you got uh, somebody on your Facebook being like, yeah, I was in this movie with uh, Tom Cruise. We were in this scene together. You, 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 you weren't. Yep. No. <laughs> you, oh, you were good n- for you. <laughs> you. You were not. Did you talk to him? No, no. Nope. My friend Karen, she loves doing background work because it's it's easy money, and she's like, I get to sit there half and, the time. And you can almost do it full time. Like if you're living in LA, you could probably make a full time living as an oh yeah extra, and yep. like that's fucking great. But you know, <laughs> don't to the extent until you become so recognizable. They're like, oh, that guy again? No. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, own own that it's extra work and not yeah know, scene part. But it's also like a resume. Like when I was. 16 and in high school i worked at cvs as a cashier i'm not fucking putting that on my resume because that was over 20 years ago it's just like right tell us what you've done recently and the accomplishments except for that if you didn't done. like have anything recently then you know that CBS yeah i'm still cashier. not sure if i want to put this one on a resume you know? I don't know, if that was your last job within the past 20 years you're probably going to put that on because yeah. then, then you put nothing yeah cvs jail well, and then working in medical billing. Yay. Oh, you worked into a jail? Went in a jail? No, I did time. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just like contextually. For what? I'm not like, obligated to tell you that. Yeah. Contextually, like, what do you put on a resume? It's like, I spent a long time at this location, even though it's a menial job, the time is significant, right? So that yeah. would go on there. But like, oh, you know, like, fun fact. You were, like you said, you were in the background of fucking like Top Gun, like, Sitting at the bar table over there, like that does not belong on a resume. No, no. Now, now if you had done something, like, yeah, it is weird. Like for me, sometimes, like I'll put things. If I get cast in something, like if I get a cast as the lead in something, I'll put that on the resume. So then they, you know, other casting directors when I'm uh, um, submitting for stuff will see that I got that leading role cast. Um, now, if the project falls through, I will delete it. But if I get the role. I'm going to put it on the resume um, and I will keep it on there. Now, if it, you know, if it just never films, eventually I'll take it off. Cause I'm like, all yeah. right, like this is just too much of limbo. Like, so I'll do that, but I'll never like, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was checking up on you cause I wasn't here for the first interview and I didn't know a whole lot. You're already making IMDB points. You're, yes, you're sir. out there. So yeah, no, I'm in the net and yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. I used to have an IMDb profile. <laughs> I worked on half a project. I quit the project. <laughs> I uh, it never got, and then it never came out. So I had the standing credit until it dropped off, and then I was gone. 
Yep. So the link is still there, just there's nothing underneath my name. Nothing there. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I ever bet on is wrestling. That's it. Which, so does Johnny know that? I don't know. Maybe. Man, talk about like all-time moments. Do you ever watch professional wrestling back in the day at all? Any oh, yeah, back yeah. in the day. Not after, since I've grown up, but yeah. But fuck that. I'm still so a child. I don't care. I watch it right now. <laughs> no, I, I would fuck with it. I like wrestling. Do you remember Bret Hart would come out to the you know ring and then he would give away his glasses to somebody? My boy. This oh, boy over here. Not only that, but Vince McMahon, when he was announcing the time, goes, what does he say? There's a happy young man right there. <laughs> is that the actual soundbite? That's the actual soundbite of, of McMahon talking about my man over here. You play that on loop when you go to bed, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. your with your Jamie Jams on. God damn I'm glad I do. Yeah, yeah. Some people listen to like rain and like you know other. Yeah, like, he's got his McMahon white noise. He's got McMahon. I listen to that's Vince a happy McMahon. young man right there. <laughs> that's a happy young man right there. <laughs> Wearing the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you can sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Now that is pretty cool. Yeah, fucking wrestling. I used to, I used to watch that. That was, shit was so cool back in the day. What was, uh, what was so? If you were to say, like, okay, like, what was the highlight of the well, all of the professional wrestling you watched? Like, what were you the biggest fan of? Like, what was like the thing? Like, that was the dopest shit ever. I think it was like the Attitude Era. Like, it was cool seeing Hulk Hogan be kind of like a like trying to be badass with like the weird like <laughs> die, <laughs> die job. Oh, the NWO. Like yeah, and then like, like uh, I was a big fan of, like Triple H and um, the DX. Yeah, DX, The Rock back yeah. in the day, and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like yeah. those guys, they're just like brutal fucking monsters, just big hunks of meat slamming into each other. <laughs> I just like that sound clip. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a sound clip. <laughs> we, we like to call it slapping cold cuts. Yeah. <laughs> my old my old stage name when I was a dancer. Slapping cold cuts slap coming to the stage. Cuts. Mine's white chocolate. So. <laughs> I couldn't dance. I just drop trow and like flop it back and forth so it makes that sound. You did the Rick Rude for forty five. <laughs> Are you bored with this? Well, <laughs> I got the helicopter next, and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that's funny <laughs> and this is what the normal podcast is like <laughs> yeah. and welcome to battle women's podcast everybody yeah oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's got to experience the real show now that is the real show right there not, nope. not like the seriousness where we like let the guests kind of and tell I their story started this time that is true <laughs> Yeah, you guys let me on my soapbox long enough. Now let's talk about swinging dicks and slapping me. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in. <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> and by yeah. alley, I mean ass. Yeah, I know. Hey. <laughs> uh, community theater guys, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> They're assholes. Uh, I forget what we were laughing at. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> slapping dicks. <laughs> slapping dicks, everybody. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, but, man, community theater, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> oh, fuck. I think one day you have to do, like, the Brett, the Hitman Heart glasses. You just have to wear that in. Stream it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. El Paiso Verde comes in with the glasses. Strikes again. Oh, yes. Brett, Brett he, is he still alive? Yeah. Uh, who is the guy who fucking fell from the ceiling? His brother, oh, Owen. His brother, yeah. Uh, that sucks. That does suck. Can you imagine? 
I mean, that's a cool stunt, but you can only do it once. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh. Yowza. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right, that's a wrap. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that, one, that one was so fucking ice cold. Oof. The temperature drops. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. I love it. Yeah. And now uh, I'm dark. And I'm dark. And I'm dark. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. God damn. I've seen so you're things. telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I've seen some things, guys, and some <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I live through shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll call the show there yeah, then. Yeah, we'll call it right there. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's a good. That's a good yeah. exit point. Uh, right Donnie's there. calling us therapist, guys. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we went somewhere dark. Yeah, we went super dark with it. <laughs> so what's next on the agenda then? I have. I can. I had do have one thing. What's that? If you don't want to end the show, we could uh, go right into it. What's that? Go for it. And since we have a special guest, we can always get his point of view. Yes. And it is being a wedding DJ. Okay. If you could crash a wedding with a celebrity, who would it be? Like me and the celebrity are crashing a wedding. Yeah, together. That's a tough. That's I'd say that's a tough one because you'd have to personally know the celebrity no, no. well enough to be like, okay, I can hang out enough and be like cool with them. That would they would be enough of a wingman that I could do that with them, right? That's up to you. You want somebody who would blend yeah. right in like Chris Pratt. Whose wedding yeah. are we crashing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 doesn't matter. Whoever you want, it's just crashing a wedding. If it's my exes, then you take bring someone like Tina Fey or someone with a quick wit that could just cut them down to size. <laughs> <laughs> just shred them. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds like them. an old wound. <laughs> <laughs> You're not over this yet, are you? It's deep and it hurts. <laughs> 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 Mine's still fresh. It hasn't festered. Yours, that yours yet. is very fresh. Yeah, Mine is what? Fucking a. I just nine years th- ago. Holy oh, shit! Is that, what, is that the future I have that to look was, forward to? Is that the ex of two, you that we're talking about? Yeah, two month, uh, two weeks after he moved out, I quit drinking. I have no idea what my <laughs> what the coincidence <laughs> was. Yeah, pure I coincidence. Think, I think me and Ryan Ryan Rennan. Ryan Reynolds crashing Hugh Jackman's wedding would be. Fun. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's funny and snarky, and I'm snarky. I don't know. I think I'm funny. Does, so does it have to be one celebrity? Whatever you want. It's, it's your... Alive, dead. It's your crash. Yeah, alive Robin dead. Williams it's, would be it's a dream crashing the person to bring. I just wouldn't want to do that but much cocaine. Right now, it would just be the skeleton of Robin Williams. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't think the rate of decomp is that quick. Yeah, that's still true. Be some meat. Yeah, yeah, he's still somewhat that, recognizable. He's jerk. He's still there. The cheeks, <laughs> he's there. You know? He's oh, there. Oh no! I think this is where I check out. No. <laughs> That's too dark for me. That's too dark. Nah. I drew the line. You went somewhere I don't want to go. Yeah, I drew the line. I drew the line at Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams is a national corpse. treasure. He is. I would have loved it, but now it would be like somebody I don't know. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, that's, that's a, good a good one. one. I'd, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say Chris Pratt, or, just because he'd or, be fun. Or Chris, uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson, I'd have him just like power bombing into all the furniture. <laughs> I would, I would want. Right? No, I would want. Out? I would want Dwayne to cut a promo on everybody that walked by him. <gasps> no, but, have him come up with his guitar like he used to do. Oh yeah, yeah. he's just fucking just ripping people <laughs> apart. <laughs> You, what's your name? Doesn't matter. What's your name? Doesn't matter. What's your name? Doesn't matter. Do you know I still pull? I still pull the doesn't matter on people. Oh, the, what's your name? It doesn't matter. 
I'll ask him a question and then wait for him to get like halfway through the answer and then just go, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 it's this stupid thing. Speaking of social media. You in the back. You in the back. <laughs> hey, hey, community theater. Community no, theater. No, 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 get in. Everybody get in. Just... Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll, I'll... You in the... Oh, I'm Chris, by the way. <laughs> Two fucking hours into it. Thanks for the introduction. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey you've, hey, you've been doing a good job. Thanks. Thanks. I've just been sitting here quiet. You yeah. deserve a raise. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that sticker you were going to give me, Thank, I think he earned it. Yeah, you earned it. You earned a yeah. scratch yeah. the slip sticker? I want more battle it. wound swag. Wonderful. Um, I, Wonderful. I think my answer would probably be Chris Farley. Ooh. Ooh. I would want to go okay. with Chris Farley. Okay. Because you know, number one, he would go all night. Um. So, like, you would never have to worry about him bailing on you. Like you guys yeah. would be there in yep, like yep. the long haul, like just crashing, partying, like one upping each other, like the whole nine yards. Like I know I would have maximum fun with yeah. Chris Farley. Ooh, that may or may not have swayed my answer. <laughs> but my answer is Gabriel Iglesias. Mm. Oh man. Fluffy. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's got the yeah, I like that. Good wingman potential. Yep. Um talk you up. Funny, so the girls love him. Me and him would just shit on everybody <laughs> that walked into the room. But Plus, we know, both love wrestling. Yep, and you can catch the runoff of the girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just cast him out with his humor, and then you just catch yeah. the runoff on the chicks. Thank you, Fluffy. Thank you. <laughs> My man. My man, Fluffy! <laughs> what about you? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? He'd be the life of the party. You think so? Like Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. So you really want Andy Dwyer more so than Chris Pratt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I could see that, though, because, you know, like, he would be a lot of fun. He would probably, like, the only thing that could go wrong is if, like, his, like, like lovable, like, ignorance got in the way somehow. Oh, I would love that. Like, if he <laughs> fell into the cake. If he fell into the cake. Okay, so pulling back the curtain, there's really no cakes anymore. What? No, seriously. What? Everyone oh. does like cupcakes now. Fuck that. They don't do cakes. That's fucked. Why? I don't know. No one likes cake, I guess. I don't know. That's bananas. Like, that's traditional, right? Like, cupcake. Dude, I did one wedding where they cut an ice cream cake. All right, I'll do that. It was a cookie puss. It was a cookie puss. <laughs> yeah, a fudgy the whale. It's a happy, yeah. happy matrimony. I'm telling you, man. Like, I've, I've... And the Y was on the tail. <laughs> that's yeah, crazy yeah cakes that's, no not really any there anymore i guess i guess that's the future right? it's all like, like if they do if they do cut something it's like a cupcake like that's a weird like we, a very big cupcake say we did a cake i'd have to think that you like if you even if you were going to do cupcakes you get like a small like regular cake for like the appearances the cutting no, some people right? don't some people don't even do the cook the actual cutting of the cake if yeah. i if i got if i was to ever get remarried Sorry. <laughs> I would definitely want like a horror themed cake. Yeah. Like yeah. mine and my future ex-wife's <laughs> severed heads. <laughs> just like severed heads as the cake. I just I, I just want to fuck with people. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. I think mine would be like a bad I think Batman. Wesley would be down for that. Yeah. Like, I think he'd recommend it. Like, like, Because you don't really hear of themed weddings too often. 
Yeah. And when you do, oh, like, I've yeah. done at least three themed weddings. Yeah. I've only heard of two. There was one, which was a, a Star Wars wedding, which I only heard about in passing. And then there was the uh, Northeast Comic Con that was on the Fox. No, yeah, Fox News. Where Doug Angler, our yeah. buddy Doug, yep, yep, yep. had his Pokemon wedding. <laughs> That's po- a little. Uh, <laughs> he had his Pokemon too wedding. Too much. No. Uh, at Northeast <gasps> Comic Con. Was she yeah. dressed as a Pokemon? And was he both, like, I choose both, you? They were both Pokemon. They were both Pokemon. And they didn't ask me to do anything, so. I... <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Let's just. There we go. I wanted to let that awkward silence sit for a bit. <laughs> Fire off the crickets. <laughs> He has to scroll through. (laughs) (laughs) Though, to be fair, mine, I had, uh, I went, I had a top hat, a cane, white gloves, and a Deadpool mask. (laughs) That's that's pretty dope. That's awesome, though. That's pretty dope. Uh, I did a a fucking Disney princess wedding. Yeah. The uh, stepmoms and stepdaughter came out dressed as. As Maleficent and the fucking stepdaughter and shit. <laughs> somebody's like, somebody's got to do Vader and like dead Padme or something, you know? <gasps> Bro, no, seriously. I've, I've done the Vader because I did the entrance song. For- <laughs> dead Padme. <laughs> I'm just, I'm dead thinking, Padme. I'm just thinking whiny bitch Hayden Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> Standing at the altar just bowling his eyes out. <laughs> that would actually make a good t-shirt. Just no. dead Padme. Dead Padme. I'd buy that shirt. <laughs> just, but it's a uh, Vader like weekend at burning her. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got her like in the embrace, and she's just all like, he's, he's gonna, trying to lift her arm up. So it's, <laughs> it's halfway up. <laughs> he's using the force. He's, he's using the force using to wave that, her arm. He's using that wheelless gurney that they took on Solo. <laughs> or, or, um, he, she's there. He's standing over here like a marionette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if we want to get um, really bad. I got no strings to hold me down. <laughs> a weekend at Bernie's. I, a hand puppet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? man. We just sullied Star Wars worse than episode one did. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Uh, Almost. It was close. It was oh, close. That Jar Jar Binks, that runs deep. That runs Oy. deep. Okay. Hot take. Hot What's take. worse? Episode one? Or the new trilogy. Oh, so actually, I mean to I meant to ask you this earlier, because it's like you're very progressive, like you're like you're very much for diversity and stuff, but like you also know when something's shit. Yes, and a lot of people are very divided on this. The Last Jedi. Don't answer that yet. <laughs> what are you? You're, you're doing great. You're doing great. Wow, what a delay on that. Yeah, 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 we waited. A nice little edit. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, they, like, um, uh, Finn, Finn, Finn Jones, is that the actor? Um, uh, Finn? Oh, 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 John Boyega. Who John Boyega, Finn. yeah. Uh, I really hate how they did him dirty. They really did. Um, yep. And same with um, uh, the character Poe, Poe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like they had so many great characters that they could have really developed, and they started to kind of like set them set them up. And like the first one, like you saw the inklings of the idea, and then they were just like, "Oh well, fuck them." 
Yeah. And I'm like, but no, they're like, even, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, the, the lead, like who ended up being a lead, like they could have done like way better, like the, it, with her character too. Cause then it's just kind of like, oh, she's like the MacGuffin. Right. So like, they and now, like- and now she's like, the fuck do you think you are being like, oh, I'm a Skywalker now. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't earn that shit. <laughs> and, and like how like they the two of them like merged into one. Like what the? F- <laughs> there was just so many really they they just they did bad. So I, I have to agree with you there. There's a lot of instances where like so for example Poe Dameron in uh, Force Awakens they really set him up as like this like this scoundrelly like guy right that, almost like, like they were trying to sit like yeah like the, very han solo they were going to be like, the predecessors to what was before because i'm also like i got real real tired of the sky war skywalker it's basically the skywalker like jerry springer show <laughs> like i don't give a fuck about the skywalkers no more yeah like they they had their thing they could have just set up this whole different like I, I mean, I like the fact that we saw the old characters and like Luke and stuff, but it just kind of sucked that it just all still resolved, revolved around like Luke and his daddy issues. Right, right, right. Like I, I mean, I didn't watch. I didn't look like watch all of them. Like I didn't watch the last shit. I haven't watched it yet. Like yeah. I read about it because like they lost me. Yeah. Like I like the original trilogy. I do like the prequels because it was. Uh, Age-wise for you, was it, like, kind of there? Yeah. Well, I think for me was, yeah, the Skywalker family drama was kind of annoying. Like, it was just like, ugh. Um, But the setting up of Anakin becoming Darth Vader, like, I loved. Like, I thought that was really cool. And then we had the original trilogy where it was like, okay, so, like, okay. But then this new one just kind of sucks. Like, I'm a big fan of Star Wars, but more so of, like, the extended legends and the other stuff that goes on the universe stuff that has a little bit more depth and <laughs> like right. character and development. And I feel like with the newest series, they could have done that. They, they could have sent John Boyega up as like, like I thought he was going to be like a, some sort of like Jedi like person, like kicking ass. Like they gave him a lightsaber at some point and then they gave him a, the lightsaber at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And then Poe like set him up to be like, like, it would have been cool to have seen, like, Han Solo, for some reason, hand him the keys. Yeah. I mean, the f- well, they kind of did when they handed him, like, Luke's blade. Like, that's Luke's lightsaber from fucking Empire that he had. Like, that. what more than of passing the torch could you have than that moment, yeah. right? And, and other, then, other than Mace Windu, there has been no predominant person, like... African-American or person of color, like, character in the universe that I can recall. Well, Lando, but that's about it. You know, oh, like, yeah, Lando. Yeah, Lando. But, like, he's such a, like, a side character. He wasn't given enough due diligence, i Which say. is why, like, I just now, like, oh, well, he wasn't rememberable, rem- which, like, shouldn't have been the case. So, right. like, I totally get, like, why John is so, like, salty. Like, I would be, too. Right. Um, If I was in his position... It, and just was so wronged, and that's the thing. Other than <laughs> other than Mace Windu and Calrissian, there is no like really prominent like. Oh, okay, like, and they could have like John could have been that. Like he could have been the Chad Boswick, uh, like how Chad was to Marvel. Marvel, he could have been the Star Wars because he could have been that like strong role model for these characters for for um other like young people of color. Right. Similarly to how um the actress who I don't even remember the character's name. Uh uh 
the um, the one who's like, oh, I'm Skywalker now. Oh, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. Like the writing for her character also was kind of like they could have set her up to be like kind of cooler or more, but they it, it feels a little flimsy. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like ugh. like it feels again kind of like a Brie Larson thing. Like they ended up just kind of like throwing it there. Yeah, like putting her in a shitty wig, <laughs> <laughs> proverbially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great so yeah it's just another thing where Star Wars they really dropped the ball on giving these like really awesome characters their moment and decided to just say fuck it yeah <laughs> totally well on that uh, on that note I guess we'll we'll close it out here and uh, we'll have to have the uh, Donnie Francis back for another episode hells yeah yeah I'll come back yeah, uh, this was fun man how many years has it been since the last time uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, one we'll two right I don't now. even know it's like two and two two yes. years yeah, I'll see you guys in two years we'll reconvene in 2023 and we'll yeah. see yeah. how everybody's doing it's like two years plus the COVID ten years like yeah, <laughs> yeah but like we link up somewhere it's like Dune or fucking like <laughs> Mad Max. And we're still podcasting. <laughs> we we still have access thing. to electricity. Yeah. yeah, what was your name again? Chris. Yeah, why is Chris late? I don't know. He's sucking, sucking some guy off for gasoline. I don't know. <laughs> you have to survive. So, so now we Max times after all. Carrying so. a sign going, Will Bottom for, for gas. <laughs> Something I don't even like doing, but Triple A must love you. Oh, <laughs> I help a lot of guys out of they, jam. They, they show up to jump your car. You're already bent over. <laughs> like you, you, you pay for this. Yeah, saddle yes. up. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, oh, thanks okay. everyone for joining this week, and uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>